0: Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, Pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and, of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado... Let's spill the tea. Hello world, it's Tuesday. Woo. Second Tuesday, Tuesday of 2021 and it already feels like it's been a year.
1: <laughs> I know, there's so many memes going around right now like, uh, my 7-day trials is up. I I'd like to cancel my subscription, you know.
0: Yes, or um I the funny one I said the other hashtag that was like 377th day of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, um, hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, <clears throat> I think even before we say any words, we need to breathe. I feel like I let's know. let's breathe as soon as possible. So even those who are catching us a little bit later, I get the breathing right up front, too. I
1: love it. <sighs> Okay. So I'm, a, I'm a, in my new standing. I have switched sides to my office. So now I'm, I have a standing desk over here. So Ooh. I'm standing. But if you're sitting, grounding through the sitting bones, if you're standing, connecting the earth to the feet, really trying to find that balanced weight in the feet. Just begin to breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. And while we're doing this, this collective breath, and I'm going to be cueing us to breathe together because I want us to also add that visualization of this world breath. So we're not just breathing together, you and I, but we're breathing as sisters, we're breathing the trees, we're breathing the air, and we're just remembering our interconnectedness. So let's everybody take a big breath in together and exhale through the mouth. Imagine that big collective world breath in and the big collective world breath out. One more time, big breath in. Turn the big breath out. We' just come back slowly
0: into your body. Oh, goodness sakes. Goodness sakes. I, um, <clears throat> wow. <laughs> it has, it's been a wild seven days. And I, I think that, well, I should say I, I feel it in my bones. I feel these last seven days in my bones. I feel heavier in that there is so much going on and we're all, those of us who are not part of the process that is happening in DC, that, you know, it is, it is a far away thing happening. I think there is a sense of, um, there is a fear right obviously there's a lot of people who have a lot of fear around what's happening but there's also there's no control we have no control over that and uh, what we do have control over is our thoughts right mm-hmm. our thoughts uh, what we're doing with our bodies with our hands with our feet and so i'd love for us to talk about that today to really dig into i know that you've you've got some words that have really been on your heart molly that i, I would love to start with um I appropriately, not intentionally, but appropriately, I guess, uh, chose this in my cup today. Yes. I love that. Peace. This is one of Molly's uh, blends. It's called Peace, the Peace Blend. I chose it specifically for myself because I want more peace in my life, but I think it really – it really weaves beautifully with what we want to talk about today. So, if you've not tried any of Molly's teas, please go visit Intentionalities. The link just dropped in the comments, and we'll make sure to put it in the, the show notes. Uh, what I love about this blend is I always feel like there's a it's a cross between tea and apple cider because the apple pieces, yeah. there's the, the apple pieces, and even when I'm brewing it, it's like I can it feels it fills my whole space with this yummy smell of apples. I love that.
1: Yeah, I do too. I I love apples. Apples are a sacred symbol, um, you know, for the divine feminine, which, you know, obviously we talk a lot about. And so even bring that intention and that awareness of the apple within, you know, is really, um, you can add that next layer intent while you're even sipping. You know, you're yes. nurturing, sipping that divine, divine feminine. So mm, I love that. Yeah. I'm actually drinking a blend. It's a lemon mint that I'm testing right now. So part of the process is I have um, an herbalist that I work with in New York, and um, she has all natural organic ingredients. And so while we are going back and forth with new teas, she kind of, um, we talk about what we want and the plant properties that reinforce the intention and, you know, kind of go back and forth and create blends that aren't only supportive of the intention, but also, um, delicious. And, <laughs> and um, cause sometimes they're not like I had, um, I made some tinctures and I was like, "Woo, this is not delicious. Um, but the. <laughs> This is a lemon mint. um, But we're actually creating two new teas. Um, One, prosperity for my book launch, um, which corresponds to about uh, conscious business. And the second is unity, which is really, I think, the heart of what we want to talk about today as it relates to our words um, and how important um, it is to maybe
0: have a shift in mindset Mm. regarding them. Well, let's, let's dig into that. I mean, I, first of all, well, let me say before we even dig into that, I love the sound of anything with lemon. So sign me up. I hope that makes it <laughs> okay. Okay. lemon is that's very yum. All yes. of the yum. Yes. Yes. I love, I usually have a cup of hot water with uh lemon essential oil in the morning to kind of just get mm. everything going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love the idea of potentially being ad, able to add a new tea to my, my ever growing intentionalities collection
1: <laughs> I really have, uh any lemon
0: right now. So, and this is a lemon mint.
1: It's very, very smooth and very mild. I'm just trying to figure out how it relates to the other, um, how we can add the ingredients without sort of losing this, uh, this nice balance. So,
0: yes, I hear you. Well, <clears throat> the you you said the word unity we talked a little bit about unity in the green room today and i think that a lot of our conversations this year have uh, at least those that are led by the media let's say or or by simply what's happening right without even without the media's transcripts attached to it we're seeing a lot of division and a lot of us versus them uh, They, they did it. They're doing it. They, 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 they. Mm -hmm. Um, And to your point earlier, and through, if we weave in a lot of the conversations we've had in the past, Molly, about talking about the divine feminine energy that we really all do have. And we we actually discussed this when i feel like cassandra we need to get elizabeth lesser on this show because she really has helped give words to so many things and and to highlight so many things but when she was talking about how there's this all this masculine energy in the books that we've read in in, in the business books in the leadership books we're start we're really seeing the the ramifications of that and yeah. the consequences of it being such a masculine energy focus for so long because we go to war. We literally jump over the negotiation side of things, yeah. nurturing yeah. relationships, trying to find that that middle ground. And we go right to literally men in Chewbacca bikinis with swords storming. <laughs> that was one of the memes that Chewbacca, me- everybody knows who I'm talking about, but I will not oh, say yeah. his name. I will not give that power. Um, and I'm actually trying to stop saying storming the Capitol because I feel like that's very romantic sounding. I'm saying, yeah. the, the, you know, the terrorist insurrection. Um, Yeah. Like really calling it what it is. And yeah. that regardless of what side they're on, I don't care really who was doing that. There's yeah. there's wounds in all of those people. You don't do that. You don't go to with intent to to lynch the vice president? Yeah. If you're well, whole.
1: Well, exactly. Well, and that was, I just finished um, an audible of Caroline Miss, which is a woman who read Sacred Contracts, which we have talked about before, which I really want yes. you to do because you can do your archetypal wheel and really get um, deeper into knowing thyself as it relates to these archetypal energies that, are, that exist. This book, it's actually, she's, it's not really as much of a book as it is a conversation. It's called the power of holy language to change your world and, um, excuse me, to change your life. And again, it's Caroline Ness. Um, and, um, One of the things that she's talking about in this in this reading is about how when we express vulnerability, we often express it by sharing and showing up with our wounds like you're safe to hold. I I am holding us safe because, you know, my wounds. Right. But we don't really have that exchange of trust and um, safety when it comes to our gifts and our power. Right. And, and that is another really important shift. So collectively, you know, we we bond and we bind by our wounds versus mm-hmm. binding and um, by our power. And I think that is something when, when she said the words, I I had like a flash of all of these truly intimate conversations that I've had with people over the years. And it usually starts along something like, I don't know why I'm sharing my deepest, darkest stuff with you, you know, mm-hmm. as that safe place that I trust you. Right. But when we have fear, right, it's really showing up and triggering us that we are having a lack of faith. And it starts with faith in the universal, the great spirit or the whatever we call, you know, our 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 God or our goddess or creator or creatrix, whatever, whatever language you use, fear shows up as a lack of faith. And that faith really starts with the knowledge that we are truly one collective body which means we are infinitely powerful because we're connected to source also and i think that living in like last year my word was sovereignty and it was trying to you know own this um sense of and 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 going over my my um Imposter syndrome of not being worthy, right? Of not being smart enough. So, you know, puts me in this cycle of reading and, and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, just so <laughs> that, you know, that I can yeah. have a conversation with anyone on the planet and feel worthy, right? That I was smart enough, you know, and um, it's a hamster wheel. But, yes. you know, <clears throat> so last year was about you're just worthy because you exist, because you are, you're a part of the fabric. So you're not gonna earn it, right? You're sovereign on your own. It's not something that is earned. The problem where we are, I think right now, is that people are locked into the camps again. You know, we're talking about, you know, the others, them, you know, the insurrectionists. I mean, every way we divide them, the truth is they are also part of the same whole, whether we choose to agree or disagree with their actions. Doesn't mean that the understanding that they're part of the whole and that they're no less worthy than us um, doesn't mean that their actions, that we're, we're validating their actions, right? It just means that they're not subhuman, you know, that they're not yeah. less than. And I think this, um, what Caroline Miss said, that really just broke out to me is that when you have such a deep collective wound, the only antidote to that is a deep collective prayer. Right. And, you know, I have gotten away from prayer over the years because I've been going deep into my meditation practice. And I've always said that meditation is when you listen for God and prayer is when you speak to God. But when I was listening to her in this book, I'm like, it's both you. We really need an integration of both and, and what is an integration of speaking and listening? It's companionship, right? Yes. yes. And that, that to me is, I think, where if we can do anything, you know, when we're at home feeling powerless, you know, where we can hold our power is that collective prayer. And, you know, the first thing that popped into my mind was even starting with the serenity prayer, you know, of, you know, because it's universal we're asking for everyone's internal wisdom to wake up you know we're asking for discernment and to me like i can't imagine any more important message right now than what if we were all to say the same words and and set the same intention so that people can begin to wake up you know and 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 stop and because I, I think everybody is actually sadly fighting for the same things where two sides are fighting for their government there we're, two sides are fighting for freedom two sides are and you know when you actually were to go down the list, you know we're actually fighting for the same things. it's just the 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 scripts are flipped. It's just a very weird moment, you know so. Yeah. I highly recommend that it's on audible. And, um, like I said, my, my lights were going off. She's a Catholic. So like it's a really different perspective than what I have. I typically listen to. Um, but it was, it was really, really interesting and it's a, a quick read and I hopefully kind of will sort of spark everyone else's heart flames in, in the midst as well.
0: Yay. Yeah. Let's, let's be sure to drop that name in, and <clears throat> into the comments for sure. Well, what's what, what is interesting, Molly, and I think, uh, really adds another layer to what you're saying is I've actually had a couple of friends, one in particular, Christy Bridges, who's been on uh, my Moxie chat on the Fire Up podcast in the past and who I, I, I don't know if you remember me sharing this with you, but uh, I guess it was a couple years ago, maybe now even 2018 that I wrote a chapter for her devotional. She did mm-hmm. kind of a collective devotional and it was focused on young adults. So 25 and under. Mm-hmm. And So we worked, we really worked together on that project. And so we've really stayed connected. And her word this year is prayer. Like Mm. her, her guiding word is prayer. Mm. And when she was sharing with with me about it, and I was like listening to her video, sharing it and that type of thing, I was, it's. It is so similar to what you are saying, right? It's that we collectively come together and, you know, biblically it's, you know, where two or three are gathered, right? There is that concept of of collaboration and community inside um, this beautiful, beautiful book, right? And so I think that there is a big call to action out there for us to step up and, and lead others into that. Collective mindset uh, you know raising how, raising the vibration right yeah. raising our thoughts because it's I feel like that's really been my mo since I was born right is to you know I hear somebody say something negative about themselves I'm like quick, say something great about yourself right like this is this is part of my role on the planet mm-hmm. and so when it's it's so heavy right now because there is nearly equal According to everything that you see and hear uh, division i now i don't think it's that straightforward i really don't i don't think that every single person who voted for the current president uh is part of the uh, the coup yeah <laughs> i mean it, it's that's that's statistically impossible that all Mm -hmm. of them are however that's how people are people's mindsets are right Mm -hmm. like and and so i love the the idea of collectively having prayer starting you know starting with a serenity serenity prayer i think that's beautiful i i also am a firm believer in customizing and making making it intentional what we're saying Uh, At least for some of it. And so, you know, whether people call those affirmations or mantras, you know, really having something that you are saying on a daily basis and why not let that be your prayer, right? Oh, I
1: totally agree. And that was my dream last night because I've been really worried about my um, older, you know, I have teenagers, right? And so this is a really, this is a hard time. Um, And my oldest son is going to be in the military, right? Which is an interesting mix for me as a pacifist, but I love him and support him. But the message that I got loud and clear in my dreams was that our family needs to write a collective prayer together um, so that um, even if we have a difference of opinion within the home, we're still calling on each other's highest selves. And we're still, we're still seeing each other's highest selves and not getting lost in the, dis- the details that actually um, that could divide us. Um, you know, because the essence of seeing and mirroring with other people, um, particularly your family, right? Your family is your zone. Those are, that's your inner circle, right? These are, these are your, your, your soul tribe, you know, people who are pushing buttons and, and polishing the stone. Um, and so I I do think it's most important to, you know, for me to honor that. Um, yeah, it's, so even just the idea of writing a, a prayer together, yeah. writing that mantra, you know, maybe for us as a task is, you know, writing a, a collective mantra, even for, for what we're doing, um, you know, so that we are multiplying our voices. Yes. You're um, reading
0: my mind. I'm like, we need to come up with something that we say at the beginning of each show. Yeah. You know, we're we're doing the breathing and we're doing the sipping of the tea we're having, you know, we've got ritual involved. I think that we can add that layer in 2021, and really, I, I mean, I think each one of us, and the the women and the men who come to the table with us during the show, uh, they are the the spiritual leaders in some way, shape, or form, uh, wherever they are. I mean, you don't sit and have tea and and spill the tea with us if you don't want to hear about things like divine feminine and raising the vibration and prayer. <laughs> <laughs> like like this is our safe space to have those conversations because those aren't always welcome topics at other tables yeah. we are at and, yeah. and we have to have those places. Right. And so um, l- let's do that. I think that's beautiful. And I think that for the other things that we're talking about, the, uh, the other businesses, the books that we're going to be you know, birthing into the space, into our our communities this year, like we've got a lot of bringing life into our communities. And so uh, supporting that with a prayer, I think is beautiful. And I'd love to, I'd love to hear from anybody who's here with us live or who is listening to the replay. Do you have a prayer that you say every day? Is there something that you say that isn't, um that is something that you actually pay attention to the words you're saying, right? Something that's not that's not robotic, but actually has an intention behind it. I'd love to, to see it, hear it. If you want to share it, if you want to write it out, if you've got a blog post about it, um, yeah. we'd, we'd love to to really uh, embrace that and learn that. So you shared, Molly, well, sovereignty was your word in 2020. Yeah. <clears throat> How about 2021?
1: My word was really clear. It came loud and clear and there was no waffling. Typically I have like three, four words that I'm kind of contemplating and I meditate about, and then one sort of emerges. This year, it was absolutely no question. And my word is power. And I actually didn't like the word. I'm like, I don't really want power to be my word. It feels sort of like the old school. Um, And of course, um, you know, in Cassandra Speaks, in this book that um, I just read, the, the Holy Language book, Um, The the idea of power and reclaiming compassionate, directive power and showing up um, in our wholeness and embracing our wholeness is absolutely our gift to the world. And, um, you know, I think that, again, another shift in our mindset that I would like to sort of drop you know is that we sort of come into relationships with a lot of false humility because we don't want to see more than or whatever and so that's really the ego showing up um you know of, of, of this um you know in our relationships but if we were really truly embracing our unity and this collective integration then we have a responsibility to be who we were born to be yep. and so Someone showing up in their power or that thing that they were born to be isn't I'm not showing up with my ego. I'm actually showing up in my spirit. Yes. You know, like right. So in so what's really important about that is because like I this is something that we have to fight, right? Because when someone says, Oh, I'm 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 smart and I'm beautiful, you know, like the internal there's a part of us that's like oh get a hold of yourself you know like there is that thing <laughs> get a hold of yourself uh, or wow. like, you're you're not all of that you know like there is just this thing that people sort of do to each other to kind of like hold them back or break them down or whatever that is
0: yes like, well in particular people- women because we're taught to yes. be is, to be humble and yes. and there is you know i i I'm teaching the yesterday and today the first virtual leadership retreat of 2021 with a team of 11 people, and one of one of the guys picked the word humble as one of his values, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "Well, like besides just not being a jerk, he didn't say jerk. "Um, Besides not being a jerk, like how else can I show, you know, how else can this show up in my life?" Yeah, and I said, "Well, how about listening." to hear and not listening for your turn to speak Mm. and his whole countenance shifted. And, and I pointed out the, that the feminine side of that, right? Like he was thinking it's just about not being an an ass, like, you know, like not being aggressive as opposed to looking at this word and saying like, how can I really nurture my relationships in a space of of humility and i think that is the, it's the same as power it's a different uh, the di- different side of the spectrum but yeah. it's still these words that we've women have been taught to be humble and to not talk about their power and men right. have been told to talk about their power and not their humility and yeah. and it's not everyone obviously However, a large percentage, the research shows this and I'll tell you, so the, um, the power women group. So I have this secret group on Facebook and I know a lot of the the gals who watch the show are part of that. But when I launched that, it's, I think it's 11 years ago now, Mm -hmm. um, I got a lot of flack for calling it power women. Mm -hmm. They were like, what? Like, that just doesn't seem right. Why are you calling it power women? I actually had women who were like, well, I really don't want to be part of it because it's called power women. I mean, the, the name. And I was like, I am not backing down mm. because that is part of the problem. That is part of why we are so underrepresented is yes. because we look at power as though it's war. Yes. As and opposed definitely. as opposed to a truly connected influence right and directing your energies toward whatever
1: the vision is. Right. You know, and I think when we see each other, right. And we see each other's in, you know, whether we call it power or whether we call it their gift or their sovereignty or whatever, like we need to identify it and say it so that we can start to give each other that space to be comfortable owning it and you know and 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 there is something slightly different than this in in my own mindset and i can't quite put my finger on why it's different to me but i think it's because of that idea of each of us as an integrated body of one we if we all have a job to do then it is our responsibility right that's not putting us better than someone else. Power is not about better. It's about owning your responsibility in the chain of links or the links on of the
0: chain or whatever that is. <laughs> you know? I see it visually. My mind's eye yes. is following you.
1: <laughs> whatever it is. And so that power is about being your link um, and not shying away from it, not trying to dismiss it because it may make other people feel uncomfortable. It's knowing that your part is part of the best, greater whole, and, and that's how we need to show up for each other. Yeah. So celebrating it, when we see people saying, I feel really beautiful today, and you're like, yes, good, instead of being like, oh, our hair's a little funky. You know, like, we just gotta get rid of that bullshit.
0: Yeah, well, I think that uh, we are, we are moving in that direction, Molly. I feel like we are moving in that direction, and in particular in the the lioness prides that we have been collecting um, these words from. Right. Yeah. So where we were able to walk into a community and connect quickly mm-hmm. and with others because we're using these words with the intention that we're talking like w- when we're saying the word power they're not feeling like oh my gosh she wants she, you know she wants world domination um, yeah. i remember earlier in in my launching of d11 i used to say instead of saying um, world domination i used to say global illumination and mm-hmm. and i still do i mean i don't know galactic illumination whatever i i still use that word because yeah. it's there is as I've really started to shine a light and highlight these words, like when I was going through my presentation, I was like, I gotta take slay out. I use slay a lot. I do Mm -hmm. use it a lot. And and there are better words now in Mm -hmm. this. I don't need to perpetuate swords and blood and war and battle in uh, nurturing and achieving goals.
1: I I don't need
0: that language.
1: Dismiss the um, war metaphor.
0: Yes. And in the, you know, there are ways that you can still have masculine energy in a metaphor or an analogy. Yeah. Um, carpentry is one that is very, um, very hands that again, masculine doesn't mean men. I know a lot of women who are carpenters, right? Yeah. Um, but it's this, you know, the building of things. So if you don't want it to be the growing of a garden, then it can be the building of of a house or a deck or you know laying yeah. stones or bricks like there's there are ways that we can make it much more um interconnected with the higher message and the higher vibration than bringing it down to this feeling of like we have to fight for what we want and we where we control that is first here right first yeah. inside ourselves making sure that we're paying attention to the words we're using and then also switching up what we're speaking. And so yeah. there is, I, I'm really, truly hoping that the, that the person who needs to hear this today, the person who's been feeling out of control, right? So fear focused, so out of control, like there's nothing I can do, you know, hiding, not wanting to go out of the house that you're hearing, just switch the narrative, flip the narrative and think, What can I be saying to myself? How can I wrap myself in love? How can I wrap myself in peace, right? Whether it's the tea we're drinking, the words that we're reading, right? Like there are ways that we can create those feelings that we're seeking. It, It is not outside us. It isn't.
1: It is. And yeah, I just want to go back to something that you said as and put some punctuation around it. And that was you were talking about this is not anti-masculine, pro-feminine. It really is a marriage of the masculine with the feminine, because if you were to take the masculine and the feminine circles and intersect them in that middle zone, which is the beginning of sacred geometry, is the Vesica Pisces. And that Vesica Pisces, it is how we create right mm-hmm. and that's for christians that's the you know that um the shape of the fish but when you take two circles you put them together that space in between i feel like i'm doing like super wonder um eyes you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, you know right? we've done that before no,
0: okay. have, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that place in the middle of our masculine and our feminine energies coming together is where we become co-creators. That is yes. how it works. And so, please make no, um, do not confuse this conversation about acknowledging your sacred feminine. Because as women, a lot of women have to embrace their masculine qualities to be able to create at will um, and move into those power roles, and not just be inspired. Right? You the yes. the ability to do and um, you know is is both of those working in unison. So, okay, what is your word?
0: <laughs> well, I want I want to and, I want to yes yeah. and what you just said because okay. I was listening on Clubhouse yesterday. So we, we, oh. we did the Clubhouse show last week. Um, <clears throat> we have a lot going on in January. So for those of you who are like, are you doing it again? We'll likely be waiting until February to really dig into that platform because between Ms. Molly's launches and all the things happening on her side and all of the leadership retreats that I'm doing this month, we want to give it the, the due that it's, uh, that it deserves. Um, however, I was listening to a conversation while I was getting ready yesterday and it was in this group. Remember I was saying, I'm, I'm trying to be the, um, the most vanilla woman in the room when I'm on clubhouse. Like mm-hmm. I want to be surrounded by diversity and luscious shades of other women in yes. this space. Yes. And it, that's very, very important to me. And, and, it's a great first step for anybody who wants to start listening to the voices of a diverse community because you're not, no one's watching you. (laughs) Like you're simply listening. And this group of women were talking about divine feminine and divine masculine. And it was so beautiful to hear all of these different women who were coming from, like there was a scientist who was talking, there was a woman who's written, you know, umpteen books on the topic, but the flow around it was, was where we are all seeking, which is this, um, the the unity, this peace, and it doesn't have to be a hundred percent peace. I mean, there is. It does, like the grit that we've talked about before, like we yeah. do need some discord in to inspire us to make change, to have deeper conversations, to look, to learn, to research. Yeah. Um, and so we, we're not looking for utopia here, but we are looking for something that looks a little less like it did last week. So... <laughs> So how, how do we do that? Is we focus on these words? So power is beautiful. I'd love for everyone who is hearing this conversation around power to share what power means to them. Um, and then as far as my word for 2021, I had a little bit more of a difficult time with my word. And I, and when I say difficult, I mean, normally I go through my guiding through my little guide, right. And I do my life commitments and I answer the questions Um, I knew that it was going to be an F word, which sounds funny when I say it like that, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be an F word at first. I thought it was going to be flexibility. Then I thought maybe it's focus. And after all, all of the conversations that we had had around, um, these books that we've read, these, uh, these missions that were set up in front of us, right. To look at words. I thought, you know, one of my, one of the things that I really want to adopt this year is learning more about vegetable gardening, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm good with grass. Like I can grow grass, (laughs) like not, marijuana grass. <laughs> like I can grow grasses. I live with living <laughs> Northwest. I'm really good with vining, like blooming vines. Like That's my good. wisteria is fire. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I want to grow. Drew and I have consistent vegetables that we eat like nearly every day. I'm like, I want to learn how to grow kale. I want to learn how to grow broccoli. Like, is that possible where I live? What do I need to do? So I want to research that. And so I thought, you know what? I need to make my word. Um, Reflect that, like this is a really cool hobby that yeah. I want to to learn, and so how do I how do I uh, support that? And so, flourish became my oh, word. I love that. And and so the the, the synonyms and uh, for flourish are bloom, bloom, grow. Like yeah. there's such beautiful words. I was like, this is the word. So she chose me um, mm-hmm. through through this process. She she. Um, woke up. And for those of you who have been uh, connected to me for you know, the last five, six, ten years, I always go through this process where I turn it into either an acronym with other one words or I turn it into an acrostic. Well, this year it turned into acrostic again. And so the, the words that support flourish are focus on receiving a divine flow of peace, love, and purpose. So that's part of my daily meditation and prayer time. Um, Launch my new collective business and Moxie on Fire this year. So Mm -hmm. really focused on that. Um, Order in my physical, mental, relational, and spiritual houses. And this one, I'm very excited about the tactical side of this one. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. the the things that I want to accomplish and in each one of those and and working on every week to make sure that I'm doing something to bring order to those spaces. So I feel like they've been. Okay, they've just been, they felt a little chaotic, even something as simple as my space. Like, I feel like there's piles of stuff in places. I'm like, why are there piles everywhere? I need to get rid of the piles. Um, You is unleash my potential by consciously weaving together my divine feminine and masculine energies in every interaction. And we do that here. Like mm. every week that's being honored in our conversations and i i did weave it into the conversation yesterday during this leadership uh, retreat and it's 50/50 it, gender and mm. it so it was really fun to watch the like as i was getting ready to say the words to flip the words that i've normally used like slay And turn them into other words because I always, when I chose slay, it really was, I want to bring men into the conversation. Mm. Right. And so uh, there was no losing anyone. If anything, it allowed a safer space for some of them to say, Oh yeah, I meditate. Oh yeah, I do that. Like, it allowed them to, to, to lean in and become part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so don't be afraid to test the waters, right? In in yeah. weaving it in, wh- whether it's verbally or visually, you know, by what's behind you in, you know, in your Zoom room. R is <laughs> um, rise above the noise and lead at a higher level, which, again, I feel like we're doing here 100%. Uh, ignite others to awaken and step into their power. Yeah. And this, I feel like is, is of the big part of my purpose statement is I fire people up. So Mm. the purpose statement is very simple for all of us. It's 11 words or less. And that this igniting others right now is such, is right at the front, Mm. right? It's, it's not even about, um, like inspiring people. It's really like this nurturing shake, (laughs) like, right? Like, shaking you out of your patterns. Yeah. And and waking up to that. And then of course, s is set. <clears throat> You're going to need to help me with this one. Set, share, stoke and safeguard solid boundaries.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not your boundary gal. I
0: know. <laughs> I know this is this is something that we both have opportunity with, especially with all the things that we want to do. And then h is of course the cherry on top which is hobbies. Chosen and intentionally woven, and in often, and of course, what do I think of every time you hear "flourish"? Gardening. I so it. um, it's this is such a fun way for anybody who's like, I don't get this one word thing. What do you mean? It's my guiding word. Like, if you really take your word and dig in and like make it worthy of being a guide, yes, it does make a difference. It does make a difference. It isn't a word that is sewn on a pillow. Yes. <laughs>
1: Although it could be, that would be good too. Well, and I have, instead of doing, um, an acoustic like that with the words, I do something and I don't have it with me, um, called a sigil.
0: Oh, and shoot. I think I might have it in my text. So you talk and I'll see if I can find it.
1: Oh, the one that I sent you. Yeah. And a sigil is a symbol of the, um, for me, the different elements of what that word means of power or sort of my, my primary intention for the year and have taken pieces of each and have created a symbol um and that symbol then will be on my whiteboard it'll be on my post-it notes it'll be on the places as a reminder of um yeah that it is um so gorgeous so and again it's just something to trigger right because we get distracted And we need triggers to be able to pull us into our purpose or our, the thing that we've committed to. So I think that that is beautiful. But in terms of your gardening and your flourish, you know, I'm a huge seed nerd. So um, my first homework assignment for you as a fellow gardener is to get the farmer's almanac um, because that is the number one thing you can do to start, um, is just reading the old farmer's almanac, um, knowing like the, the using, um, they still follow the, the moon for planting and when to plant root vegetables versus leafy vegetables. And, um, I think it's a beautiful way to start getting into the rhythm of nature that, um, you know, that gardening really, um, affords. So,
0: yes, I'm very excited about that. You know, my, my, my dad's family is farmers. They're they're still farming. Right? Yes. My I mean my grandma until she had her stroke in her um, in her nineties, she was like still going out to the farm doing her yeah. thing. I mean she wasn't driving a tractor. Don't nobody freak out like she was. Although my she was was a really. in the 90s. Um, yeah you? she. So I grew up in a family that was very, in particular, that side of the family. Um, was, that was their, their livelihood was farming, but my mom's family also, my grandfather was a tremendous gardener. Mm. And so it's in me. Like I know that it is, it's what, what hasn't been something that has been at the forefront is the patience to learn and nurture something yeah. like the last 10, 15, really, if I'm honest, 20 years have been go mm. like, go, 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 go. And I'm, you know, I'm slowly coming off of that, the, the, the hustle train mm-hmm. <laughs> and moving some of that energy over. Not that hustle is bad. It's just, can we reframe what that means? Can we change that word a bit? Can we look at, you know, intentionally investing our time in, in creating more margin for what matters? in our mm-hmm. lives. And I think that that starts with this process that, that we're discussing the, the create, choosing a word, making it visual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what the, one of the things that I'm working on this week is pulling all uh, every song that I can find that has the word flourish in it mm-hmm. I put, that I like, obviously um, I put on a playlist, right? So I have a playlist that has my word woven into it. I have mm-hmm. yeah. a, Obviously a pin board that has a bunch of visuals of memes that you know have the word flourish or other people's acrostic of flourish. But how else we can visually uh, auditorily support these words? Um, paint it on rocks, draw a picture. Like uh, it, there are so many ways to really give it give it the focus it deserves because it really uh, last year my word in 2020 was perspective. Mm. And that word served me so well. You know, I, I didn't want to use clarity because I felt like everyone and their mother was using clarity. Cause it was 2020. Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, like 2020. I think maybe that's why we did the, the eyeball. Yeah. But this, this idea that we can, um, we can choose these words and then choose to support them and choose to use them throughout the word uh, or throughout the year is what helps. I really do believe um, create magic in our everyday, right? We can see that we're honoring it. It's like our values when we're honoring our word, when we're following the vision that we've created for ourselves, there's, there's an energy that creates Oh yes. it, 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 that it's just, it's joy. It's joy. It's up. Ah, I honored myself today. Like, let's make that a thing. <laughs> let's make honoring ourselves and celebrating at the end of every single day. Let's make that a thing, right? Let's make that part of our conversation. Oh, I see Beth is here. She says her word is magic. Oh, I love that. That's a Beth, great word. Well, Beth is magic. So we're going to send it to you. I love that. I see that uh, Sarah and uh, Luisa and Tracy are here with us. I see Sarah saying she's so ready to get off the hustle train. Uh, yeah, I think I think others, a lot of us are are ready for that. And yeah. you know, I remember, uh, I think it, was it 2019 when I I think it might have been the the New York uh, Connect. I was being interviewed by this guy, and he was like, um, "Yeah, you, I hear like the an anti-hustle person in real estate." I don't know where he'd heard it. I think maybe it was when I when I had a conversation with the first team when they did their whole what was that 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 were, you know, they interviewed you. They'd never met you before, but they interviewed you remember that video series that the first team did the what the first person that we did. First person, maybe that's what it is, where yeah, yeah. yeah, where you were like, I have no idea what you're going to ask me. And it was like rapid fire, right? Um, And in that I had said something, but I was like, I love being known as the anti-hustle person in real estate. (laughs) I'm like, I'll wear that as a badge of honor. (laughs) Well, I think
1: the shift is anti-hustle doesn't mean anti-productive because when I actually stopped hustling, I started becoming really effective and efficient with my time Mm. because I wasn't just doing right. I was I knew I had a vision. I was able to see where I was going and then creating the steps to get there. And instead of just this, you're 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 it's a different level of efficiency and productivity. So I've changed hustle and grind to um, to flow and steep. Yes. Because Ideas steep, you know, <laughs> whatever else That's going to be like our, our joke for the year. Like, no, hustle and grind. But like, but when you let an idea steep, you really think about it, you visualize it, you shape it, you name it, you write it, you dream about it. It becomes very, very clear. And I really believe that if we can see something like everything external is a reflection of what's going on internally. And so the real true beginning of creation starts when we can see something clearly and then we can get there. Um, and one of my personal mantras is if I can see it, I can do it. Um, and not with my, my eyes, my two eyes, but with my yes. internal eye, my internal seeing, you know, so, um, yeah, I do think that hustle and grind, uh, an easy swap is to steep and to, or, or brew and to, um, what did I say? I flow, 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 flow and is deep. That. artist flow.
0: And I think that that's part of maybe that's part of the, the prayer that we put together is around those things. Because I think a lot of people, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people associate you with tea. <laughs> well, I, mean, I can't imagine why. <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> and yeah, and being quiet. Yes. And, be, well, and, and for me, being the person who is known to be a motivator and an activator, naturally, most people would assume that I would be about the hustle and and so i like the you know, the combination of instead of hustle mm-hmm. and grind we're you know flow and steep because yeah. flow was actually another of the f words that was on my list yeah because that is and and i wove it into flourish by saying focus on receiving divine flow that's it and and naming that i want more peace i want more love and i want to be able to really dig in to that purpose and seeing that seeing the opportunities to awaken others right to help them see their greatest potential and to really get unstuck from wherever they are whether it's their mindset or um, you know that they are they're following someone else's dream and not theirs yes but there's a lot of that going on and and it's it's such a dangerous thing to be someone you weren't meant to be it's exhausting
1: that's yes, awesome. it really is. And every like every wisdom teacher um, throughout the ages has basically said a variation of that, you know, and, um, you know, I think the homework um, or my, what I would like to challenge people and challenge myself to is when the inner critic comes up, whether to our, uh, ourselves or to someone else, you know, to allow that to be a stopping point of reflection and ask, why am I responding in that way? So if someone says that they're, you know, really, really smart and you're like, you know, like, why, you know, like, what is, why is that coming up? And then replace that with an affirmation for the person you know, so that we really can start to affirm each other's positive and not showing up with each other's wounds as a way of bonding. Um, and that really, I think is a pretty significant thing that we can do as a community.
0: Um, you know, so agreed, agreed. Well, and you know, I, I battle I do those thoughts. And so finding a different way to look at them, right? How am I going to nourish those thoughts? How am I going to, to honor them and honor what got me there and then leave what I, what no longer serves me behind. Right. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't know if you started watching Bridgerton. Have, have you started watching that yet? I started watching it. I binged it in one day. I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this world that Shonda Rhimes has created of um, beautiful weaving together of every human, right? There is, there is no station that is only white. Yeah. There is no station that is only black. And, and so, I mean, it becomes like, it's not a big deal. Right. Like you, you don't even, you don't even see it. But at my first was like, oh my gosh, she's got a black guy playing a dupe. This is rad. Like I have, and I was like, that's, that is actually, I need to get rid of that too. Yeah. It's true. Right. right? Like this, I mean, I want to celebrate the fact that she is, she's pushing it. She is, she is putting it out there. She is weaving it in in a natural way. And, and I have to fight my thoughts on on being surprised and delighted on that. I'm but I'm still in surprise and delight because we don't yeah. see it enough. I'm I'm so thankful for her. Um, for those of you who don't who haven't seen the show, you gotta watch it. <laughs> it's so good. Like I'm doling it out like special floor to sell candies. It's <laughs> so delicious. Okay. Uh, but Shonda is like she's going. Balls to the wall, ovaries in her hands. No, oh, yeah. She is bringing all of her energies together. In Grey's Anatomy season 17, for those of you who still watch that show, um, she really digs in. It's all about COVID. So it's all mm-hmm. the hospital is in COVID. They're all, I mean, obviously it's a hospital, so they can still film because they've got, you know, the masks and all the things. Yeah. So they can actually still do their show and be safe. And she talks about and, you know, she's smart because she put, uses statistics in there. But there's all sorts of statistics about how it affects the black community and the brown community versus the white community. And, and if, if if it were affecting the white community, like it is the black and brown community, everyone would be wearing masks and everyone would be like she's saying these things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually texting Sarah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going for it. She's going for it. I can't believe this. This is crazy. Like, yeah, it's so it it. it It feels so good to actually hear somebody doing it. It's, But there is also the side of me that's like, okay, temper this, because Mm -hmm. this is the norm you want to see. And so how do I start weaving that in? It's the same in the conversations around when people say, oh, uh, a women in leadership panel, right, at a conference. Like, we're past that. Yeah, We need to be past that. We've done that for the last 10 years. 2021, let's stop doing that. Yeah. Right. I, like when it is a mixed community, let's not point it we all can see what everyone looks like.
1: Yeah. Well, and queer point. Um, I think that, um, what I, I love about what you're saying is giving yourself grace for not having it perfect and giving each other, others grace for not having it perfect and then and that's also stops or diffuses sort of this right and wrong and convincing world right because i think we're all like that's also that grace is really important right now um but when when it comes to COVID and unity i'm like well it's really in our face right now how interconnected we are Mm -hmm. you know because it's showing up in the form of a pandemic Right, and that our actions aren't without consequence. That you know, regardless of whether I've had it or if I could be sick or whatever, you know, me wearing a mask again is not for me. It's for you, um, and that is really a different message if you think about it. I mean, and it's a different way of thinking about it. Um, so I think it's no surprise that all of these things are sort of happening in this divine moment of. Um, if, of people kind of waking up to this illusion of separateness, um, and sure. I mean, I'm not trying to like put a positive spin on COVID, because you know, but but it is
0: another perspective to consider. Yes, um, I think that's so. good. and we and we have to do that, right? That's that's part of our work, is, um, and and maybe even instead of have to, but we get to, we we have the wisdom, we have the knowledge in order. To and and we have the learning that we are allowed, and we've given ourselves permission to ask the questions about the things we've learned, to ask the questions and to ask why. Why is that happening? Why is this happening? Where does this fit in? How do Mm -hmm. I become part of the solution? Or, Or, you know, maybe even starting with, am I part of the problem? Or what part of my actions are part of the problem? I love that call to action. Right. On every everywhere we're going, we're looking at the words we're using. We're looking at the impacts of our our interconnectedness and seeking to have that place of unity. And even if we're starting right now in this moment with that being the tea ritual, right, having unity and interconnectedness when we're sipping tea, like let us start there. We cannot Jump all the way to, you know, uh, this, what's happening in the capital. But we can start today by saying, who am I going to spend some time with? Who am I going to have a cup of tea with, or two or three cups of tea with? And uh, be part of that solution. I love that. Oh my goodness. Are <sighs> you ready to meditate us out, my friend? Absolutely. Let's do it. So, um,
1: all right. Let's just kind of ground in settling into your bones. Bring your awareness to your breath. We're going to dip into our heart space. This is our heart chakra in the center of our soul, storehouse or home of the soul, however you want to say it. So a lot of times in meditation, we focus here on the space between the brow and What we're really doing here is we're learning how to focus, right? to train the monkey mind to a singular point, thought. And then we're gonna take that and we're gonna drop it into our heart. Try to imagine actually dipping into that heart. Maybe even trying to quiet ourselves enough to feel the rhythm of the beating heart, the physical heart our material heart. Maybe even quieting enough to hear our own heart beating. And just ask yourself a single question What is my purpose? Why why was I born? And try to find that answer, listen to that answer there in the heart, not the mind, but in the heart. Keep pulling your energy down to that space. And take a big collective breath in together. Big collective breath, exhaling through the mouth. And then just note, um, these are like little micro meditations. I mean, obviously, if we were going to be doing legit meditation, we would be down and, you know, doing all kinds of things, getting into that place because we'd be setting our table for, for quiet. Um, but these little micro things are just start to think so that you can take a tiny bit of this practice and that when you have a moment to yourself to start to practice it on your own. You know, and that idea of taking that center point to focus in, that, in the space between the brow, the mind's eye, and dropping it into the heart center where they believe the soul resides to the, the right is a tiny little empty space. And that place, focusing there and allowing that shift to go deep, right? And see how that starts to feel.
0: I love that. I I do have work to do on that because I I was having a hard time moving from here. Yeah. To to like actually shifting that energy to seeing here. Like I was like, go see what it looks like. Like in my mind, I'm like, go see, like, stop looking here. Like, go see, go see. Uh, So I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. And I I do want to say thank you for your advice and guidance last week. I did have, I I moved the position of my yoga mat. Oh, good. And was able to really experience a different feeling inside my meditation in my yoga time when I was facing to the north and facing to the east. Um, and I've started to doing facing the East in the morning and facing the North in the evening. And I'm, I love the intention and the, uh, the in, intentionality of it. <laughs> so oh, thank awesome. you for that. I really, really do appreciate, uh, you know, finding ways to weave in being more focused Yeah. in that time. It's so
1: good. Yeah. Since I started that practice myself now, I'm always acutely aware of directional, like as it relates to my body. Where is north and south and east and west? Um, And not only is it helpful for getting places, but it also, (laughs) you you know, what a bridge we are between, you know, in this way.
0: I love that. I love that. All right, friends. Um, We are going to say goodbye for today. Next week we will come and maybe we'll start building on our collective prayer together Um, and, and work on it while we're here together, while we are focused on our words, supporting our words, looking at everything that's surrounding us. That's, uh, you know, the, the universe is conspiring to bless us and to to provide us all of our needs. And when we take these moments together to collectively listen and work together, it's, we are the change we're seeking. And I'm so grateful for everyone who's walking alongside us with this. Oh my goodness. Thank you all. And thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty. That is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, MoxieOnFire.com, and sign up for updates. That's MoxieOnFire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.